to do the yo-yo-yo, but you just did something really weird when you walked in the room. What? I did my one-two dance. You humped the air. Good morning, Angela Yee. <laughs> uh, good morning, DJ Envy. I can't unsee that. <laughs> it's Thursday! <laughs> what? Nothing. You're just a weirdo. Hey! Good morning. I had my book club last night. I feel good. Okay. Yes. Uh, so shout out to David Peisner. He actually flew in for the book club. It was for a homie don't play. That's the whole story of in living color, and everything. It was good. Good discussions. Yeah. Did you know the character of homie from Homie Don't Play That was based on Paul Mooney? No, I didn't know that. It's all kinds of little fun facts in the book. You know that that book is very interesting, but it bothers me at the same time. Why is that? Um, the fact that somebody can make money off of your life story without necessarily your permission. Is 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 kind of well. It's called an unauthorized biography, know, but know. there's like millions of them. I know, and I don't like any of them. It doesn't None make it right them? to me. No, nah, that's like because there's books out now about Donald Trump. There's books out about Barack Obama. There's books out about Beyonce. There's books out, and I don't like them either. That's like somebody a, just does a book on your life and then promotes it, and it's like, and you're like, you know what? I wanted to do my own book. You know, I just, I don't know. It just feels you still funny can to do see your that. own book. Yeah, but I don't think people should have the right to just do your stuff, your property, your likeness in a book. I just, that's just Man, weird to me. Some of my favorite books are unauthorized biographies. And the reason why I like them, but this isn't a biography. This is just about the show and living color. Mm-hmm. And he interviewed 160 people. He's a journalist for Rolling Stone, New oh, York right. Times. Yeah, no, I know. But um, what was, what's good about that sometimes is I feel like sometimes people write their own memoirs and... They're not honest about a lot of things that happen, but when you interview everybody around, it's kind of like a, a unbiased because you interview all the executives, you interview all the uh, cast members, you interview the person who you're talking about. So it's all different perspectives. Sometimes, imagine if you write your own book, you're not going to be honest about certain things that happen. Yeah, you don't talk not, about things the way you want people I to perceive it. them. So I think sometimes it's important. One of my favorite books is actually an unauthorized biography that started off as an authorized um, autobiography, and that was on David Geffen. It's called The Operator. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like the reason that book was so good was because he spoke to a lot of people that were around David Geffen, about David Geffen, who's, you know, David Geffen from uh, movie producer, music mogul, whatever. Right. And I don't think it would have been the same if he was writing that book about himself. Yeah, it just, you know what it is? And I think even in this situation, he started off doing an article for a magazine, and then he started getting so much information. Was like, now nah, I'm making a movie now, and and that's when Keenan. A movie. Well, not a movie. Excuse me. A oh, book. I was and like, Keenan, he's doing a movie. And then Keenan didn't want to do it anymore. Like, I, I get that. I understand. Like, if it's for a news, if it's for an article, okay, I'll you know you can interview me. We'll talk about it for an article. But then you take what I say and say, hey, this is great. I want to do a book on something that I created, and I don't want you to do it. So I stop answering my phone calls. That just seems weird. Like I, I just. Yeah, I know a lot of people do it. I just don't like it. Like, you shouldn't be able to take my likeness, my property, and just do whatever you want to do with it and then be like, well, if you don't like it, uh, I said unauthorized. Nah, I just, just feels funny to me. But I mean, it's I'm been sure happening it's great. nonstop. There's just nothing you can really do about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know it's nothing. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean you have to like it, but. He also wrote Steve-O's um, New York Times bestselling memoir, Professional Idiot. All right. Mm. Or maybe he'll might he'll do your uh, it was a, unauthorized autobiography one day. Well, it couldn't be an autobiography, then it would be a biography. Oh, yeah, yeah biography. That's fine. Unauthorized. All right. I don't. I mean, listen. It happens to everyone. If you're an icon, people are going to write books about you. Yeah, I get it. It's that's, just doesn't mean what you gotta it like is. it. You know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All well, right. Kanye West. We got to talk about Kanye all morning, huh? Yeah. Where's Charlemagne? I'm sure he'll be here in a second. Okay. So we'll talk about Kanye in a little bit, and we got front page news. What we're talking about front page um, news? Let's talk about the Golden State Killer. They finally have, hopefully, identified who the Golden State Killer is. It's been they've been searching for this man for more than forty years terrorizing people for 10 years, about 40 years ago. Also, we'll be talking about a car company that's dropping all but two cars from their dealerships. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, last night the Raptors beat the Wizards 108-98. The Cavaliers beat the Pacers 98-95. LeBron hit a winning three at the buzzer dope game. And the Houston Rockets eliminate uh, the Timberwolves 122-104. Now, what are we talking about in front page news? We'll talk about the Golden State Killer. They believe they have found that person, and they actually found him on National DNA Day. <laughs> which was on Tuesday. Now, they say that he committed 12 killings and at least 50 rapes in at least 10 counties in California. They matched a discarded DNA sample from his house to evidence from the investigation. So he faces capital murder charges in connection with the killings of Katie and Brian Maggiore in 1978, and he's being held without bail now in Sacramento. So these assaults and rapes happened in the 70s and 80s, and that investigation has lasted more than 40 years, and until recently, nobody knew who the person was. But now they have finally found that person, Joseph James D'Angelo. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. He's also a former police officer, they said. At least they got him. What else are we talking about in front page news? Uh, Ford is dropping all but two cars from their North American dealerships. Now, they are still going to offer all of their trucks, SUVs, and crossovers, but they are learning that people don't really love hatchbacks and sedans. So, What cars does Ford have? They're going to have the Mustang still and the, the upcoming Ford Focus Active. So they're getting rid of the Fiesta, the Taurus, the Fusion, and the regular Focus. Okay. So what happens when you have one of those cars, but then it breaks down? Can you still get a service? Yeah, you can still get a service and, and all that. And if you have warranty, your warranty is, is still okay. But they're just not making those cars anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they can still get the parts. And Michael Cohen is going to be pleading the fifth in the Stormy Daniels lawsuit. That's President Trump's, or your president, Donald Trump's personal lawyer. Plead the fifth. He's asserting his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent in the lawsuit that Stormy Daniels has filed against him. All right. Okay. I just want the record to show that uh, I tried to sneak into work and act like I've been here, but uh, I already got a text. I already got a text from my boss. Did you? Yeah, one of y'all ratted to be out. I don't know who yet though. What, 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 you're not here what, right what now? you say? I think you're on the air, and if you're not, I know. Here, she was oh. like, "Where are you?" I was like, "How you know I'm not here?" <laughs> I was like, him out. <laughs> my goodness. All right, and that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or if you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Haitian Jean from Atlanta. How you guys doing? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, I just want to say I'm blessed today. A couple months ago, I called back, and uh, my five-year-old son had died. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, the woman I was with, she's been supporting me this whole time, and we're getting married this weekend, so I'm just blessed. Oh, okay. man, I'm glad to hear that you had some light in your life. Absolutely, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's been tough. You know, we had some uh, kerfuffles back and forth, but, you know, everything's good. Little kerfuffles. Right now, so I just feel blessed. I always like some usage of the word kerfuffle in the morning. Just curious. How, how did, you, yeah, how did like, your son like pass, that. bro? How, how did he she pass? Put out a dictionary. <laughs> how did your son pass, bro? Oh, uh, man, we're still trying to find out to the autopsy, man. It takes a while, you know. So I just woke up. We had a good day on a, on a Saturday. And then on Sunday, I woke up. He was just on the floor, you know. So man. You sound, we're still trying to find out what's up. You sound very uh, upbeat for somebody who lost their son a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, actually, he just passed in October. So yeah. Oh, man. You know, through therapy and, you know, this woman I'm with, you know, she's been supporting me. So it's been tough, but, you know, we got God and we got good friends and family. So you know, All right, bro. Good. All well, right, thank you for I'm, calling, bro. Yeah. All right, no problem. You have a good week. You too. Thank you. We appreciate you. Hello, who's this? This is Dendrick. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Yes, man. Um, I've seen a lot of disturbing things. I'm pretty sure we all have. But, you know, I feel like in the middle of the week, there's a limit to which your friends can wake up sloppy drunk in the middle of the night. Whoa. I wake up, go to work <laughs> early in the morning, around 3, 4 o'clock. And usually no one is up in the house, as they shouldn't be. So... I'm, up, I'm brushing my teeth and whatnot, and I hear snoring come coming from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the what in the hell is this? So, you know, I open the door a little bit, and I see my roommate, he's passed out on the floor, floppy drunk. Like, mm-hmm. his pants kind of halfway down. So I'm like, you know, maybe his pants ain't all the way down. I could just wake him up. Did that turn you on? I'm sorry? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, I'm like, maybe I could just wake him up, you know, tell him to go to his room. Me trying to be a nice guy. 
I walk into his side of the bathroom, and I just walk in and see the most disturbing stuff ever. What'd you see? Okay. Like, what you mean, piece of stuff? Like, doo-doo? A small penis? Yeah, this, yeah, I see this man got doo-doo in the toilet. Like, Ew. He got doo-doo in the toilet, and... He, he passed out like his pants all the way down. And he yo, you keep mentioning this dude's pants this all the way crazy. down, yo. Why? What did you do? Because that's what he saw. What you mean, what I do? He <laughs> <laughs> sounded like you did something because you keep mentioning his no, pants no. were down. They no, were no. down when I got in here, officer. <laughs> Your Honor, they were down when I got in here. Hey, he was like that last night. I know I heard it last night when he came in, but I thought I was dreaming. But, bro, he was in there like with his pants down, like laid out. All right, bro. okay, all right, yeah, all right. So, did you flush the toilet? No, I tried to flush the toilet, but he clogged the toilet up. So, and I was like, bro, I ain't finna go walk and get no plunger. So at that point, I'm mad. I can't wake him up gently no more. So I kick him. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you plunge another man's doo doo that ain't your son, you go together. My goodness. How old is he? How old is he, bro? How old are you? That's going way too far. How old are y'all? Uh, I'm 23. Bro is 29. Yeah, y'all too old to be to be doing that now, man. You know, he, 29, you shouldn't be coming home drunk, throwing up, and, and doodling and passing yeah, out. I mean, he's an adult. Like, I'm saying, I'm saying, I said the same thing. I'm in grad school, like, you know, I have roommates and whatnot. Like, I, you know, I asked one thing, you know, don't do not do disturbing like that during the week. During the week, okay, we get it. All right, but if it was on the weekend, you, would, you wouldn't mind the pants down. <laughs> no, 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 don't, you know, it probably been a little bit more tolerable, a little bit more funny, but, you know, I think it's way too early, you know, during the week, you know, for me to just walk I got in you. I got you. Stuff. Well, just tell me the truth. So just, like, just be honest. It's just me and you right now. Did you peek at his package, bro? Oh, hell hell no. Nah. <laughs> All right, man. Have you a good definitely one. had to peek at his package because if you helped him up and you had to pull his pants up, you definitely had to, like, see his little bulge or something. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, Abby, what's going on? Good morning. This is Rick from Brooklyn. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Charlotte. Good morning. What's, what's up, happening? Bro? Get it off your chest. Yeah. Yo, what's good, man? So I'm calling to talk about cool-ass Kanye. Uh -huh. uh, I know there's a chance, there's a possibility that uh, Charlamagne won't give himself here today because he's giving out the Charlamagne care package. What's so the What's the Charlemagne care package, sir? That's your boy, man. I know you're gonna, you know, you're gonna sneak around and, and, and somehow he's gonna avoid getting it. But what I'm Why? gonna call to say anyway, <laughs> like, I understand y'all. What I'm gonna call to say anyway is, according to the current climate that we are in, where you know, mm -hmm. you know, things are so crazy with, with the presidency and you know, for black people and with Waffle House and H and M and all of that, Kanye alone coming out with a hat saying "Make America Great Again." Knowing the influence that that has and knowing the influence that he has is a disgrace. And I think Charlemagne, you should make sure today that you give him dope here today. And I'm giving it to him right now just in case you don't because I know that's your boy. Well, listen, so, first of all, first of all I don't you, know bro. what you mean by that's my boy. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't have to talk about Kanye because I've talked to him. And if you were paying attention to his Twitter, then you saw that yesterday. And uh, that, that, that interview should be coming out really soon. Hello, who's this? Hello, DJ Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Kim. How you guys doing? Hey, Kim. Good Hi, morning. Kim. Get it off your chest. Um, I was just calling. Um, I'm staying up. I'm calling from Cali. I just wanted to spread some positivity, and I wanted to talk, mention something that uh, Trav said yesterday to Angela Yee about her podcast. Mm -hmm. And so I like. I thought it was funny that Trav was talking about how like he loves Stephanie and like. Personally, when I started listening to the podcast, so did I. But after listening for a few years, like, I think that you're so nice that you don't tell Stephanie when she needs to stop and let the guests talk. It's funny, you know, but yeah. All right. I mean, listen, everybody has their favorites on the show. And I do feel like sometimes when you have your podcast, uh, people start drinking and they start over-talking. So, you know, I think everybody's been guilty of it, but... Yes, we had discussions about it. Me and Stephanie have off the air. But yeah, regardless, you know, Angela, I love your podcast. Thank um, you. Waiting for it to drop on Friday. All right, good. We are all set to go, too. We have some really great ones coming up for you the next um, couple of weeks, so you're going to love it. All right, sounds great. Well, you guys have a good day. You Thank too, you, Mama. you too. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Sandra. Hey, Sandra. Get it off your chest. I am pissed off Why? What happened? about Twitter. Twitter locked me because I responded to a tweet that Kanye posted about Barack Obama. 
What'd you say? Do you think Twitter locked you out because you said something back to Barack Obama? I mean, back to Kanye? No, what did you say? I made, um, he tweeted something about, oh, how Barack. He said Barack, he said Barack, he said uh, Barack was president for eight years and nothing changed in Chicago. That's what Exactly. I was, honestly, I've never really paid attention to Kanye. I don't really care what he tweeted, what he said. I don't care. But once he mentioned my president, I was pissed for. And what did you say? I don't, I don't remember what I said, but I remember I ended the tweet with the middle finger emojis. <laughs> why? But, but instead of the middle finger emoji, why not tweet Kanye what, what Barack did for, for black people with the eight years he was in office? I was just pissed off. Yeah, Everybody got to stop moving off emotion and start, like, moving off strategy. Oh, like, I'm just tired of people Charlamagne, just talking. Charlamagne, I'm a cancer. I'm sensitive, okay? Stop I it. am, too. But I move a little bit more strategic than the average cancer clip. It's okay for you to be emotional. No, it's and not. Be, yes, it is. You can react and be angry on Twitter about something somebody says. But that's stupid. It it's, happens it's, it's, all it's the unproductive. time. Like, like, it's unproductive, and that's the reason why we live in a misinformation age, because instead of actually dispensing information and correcting people, y'all just rather throw middle fingers and F you and this and that. That's not teaching nobody nothing. So it's okay for Kanye to be... Acting like an ass. But yeah. No, hey, something's boring a middle finger. It's okay. It's not, but Do correct you. people. Like for example, Chance Thank tweeted you, out yesterday in the midst of Kanye's right. tweet storm. Chance tweeted out, "Black people don't have to be Democrats." Now, that's a very smart statement, but not to a dumb mother effer. Because well, John Legend also tweeted out some great things. Can I finish my point? Too. Can I finish my point? Because mm -hmm. when you tweet that in the middle of Kanye's storm, that's saying what? Oh, well, I guess we got to be conservative. And that's what Donald Trump Jr. did. He retweeted what Chan said and tried oh, to make no. that a point. That, yeah, you don't got to be Democrat. You can come over here. But that's not the case. You can register as an independent or be an independent. All right, 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. We got rumors on the way. What are we talking about, Yee? I just said we're going to talk about Kanye. We'll All start right. with that. And we're going to open up the phone lines next hour and let you talk about Kanye a little bit as well. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, it's working. Kanye West has been tweeting and everyone's talking about his tweets. Now he tweeted, yes, I got rid of my last lawyer. Why? Because he wouldn't come to work full time. I also asked my last manager to come work full time for Yeezy. Of course, the last lawyer and manager said no. So now I hired a CEO and CFO and I have two full time lawyers. As of now, he said he has 160 positions to fill by the end of the year. Then he goes on to say, I am currently the single highest paid person in footwear. That means I make more money on shoes than Michael Jordan. He also says Yeezy will become the biggest apparel company in human history by working with the most genius level talent and creating product at an affordable price. He said uh, he goes on to talk about People Magazine. Watch how you speak my name. You would love a pair of Yeezys. Don't play yourself. And then he says that Charlemagne's interview is one of the best interviews of all time and that they are getting uh, offer uh, $10 million for that interview. Should Fake news. Should he hold off for $100 million? Fake news. And then he says, Jay, Virgil, Obama, Trump, and mental health, just a few things that were discussed. Charlemagne is the new Oprah. And that's how you know that Kanye is dealing with some type of mental illness, if he thinks I'm the new Oprah. All right. Uh, and there's a lot of things that he was saying, but then this is what really struck a chord with people. He said, free thinkers don't fear retaliation for your thoughts. The traditional thinkers are only using thoughts and words, but they are in a mental prison. You are free. You've already won. Feel energized. Move in love, not fear. Be afraid of nothing. You don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. If your friend jumps off the bridge, you don't have to do the same. Yay being yay is a fight for you to be you. Yeah, so let yay jump off the bridge by himself, basically is what he's saying. And he's saying um, he's not in the sunken place. He's all the way out. He said, I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared of the media. I'm not scared of the past. And I'm optimistic about the future. This tweet is in love, not fear. And uh, he goes on and says, my wife just called me and she wanted me to make this clear to everyone. I don't agree with everything Trump does. Well, that's a relief. And he said, I don't agree 100% with anyone but myself. Then he put up a picture, the Make America Great Again hat signed. And he put up a, a picture wearing the hat as well. I don't agree with nothing Kanye says about Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, Kanye, Kanye saying he loves Trump does not make me second guess how I feel about Donald, Donald Trump at all. But it's hard for me to have this conversation right now because it's one question nobody is asking when Kanye says he loves Trump. And that question is why? 
Okay. Why? I don't. I don't. I can't. Why? I can't find a reason why you would like love that man. And then he also said Obama was in office for eight years and nothing in Chicago changed. And it's no secret that Kanye doesn't like Obama. He, Obama called him a that's jackass. That's not true, though. Okay. That's I mean, not he, true. he never has. That he, anything. That's not true that he doesn't like Obama. He, he, you know what? Never mind. I, I can't wait till I hear the interview. All right. We can't wait to hear it as yes. well. I, 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 uh, you know, like I said, nobody's asking the question why. Uh, I asked him why, and when y'all see what he had to say, then we can have a more. There's no reason why why you would like yeah. Donald Trump from, from, well, look, from all the things Donald that he's done. Trump, there's there's so no reason why you you would love that man, a man I who's would. deporting immigrants like crazy, who's who hasn't let uh, uh, African Americans in his building for a long time, and those are noted facts. So I, I don't know why you you're, love you're, that you're man. You're 100 know? right, but you're talking about policy. That's what I'm saying. This ain't even about nothing. But you're here. Mm-hmm. You're here to interview that. He referred to Haiti and Africa as ish-hole countries. 100%. Ugh, disgusting. Now, John Legend went on Twitter and said, I imagine there's some comfort in imagining a future without racism and projecting that onto the present, thinking if we just deny the truth, it doesn't exist. If history is a race, we don't have to deal with its consequences. However, far too many people don't have the luxury of closing their eyes and ears. They fill it in their lives and can't act like what they see and know doesn't exist. They know their family was destroyed by deportation or incarceration. They know their loved one was denied safe harbor because of their religion. They know their son or daughter was shot because their skin color evoked fear. Did so, he at Kanye, though? He said, I love the great, brilliant artists have the power to imagine a better future, but artists can't be blind to the truth. And that was John Legend's statements on Twitter. Did he at Kanye? No, but I think it kind of applies. You can apply it to this if you choose. You're sitting at the Kanye's phone. Why? Why not? I don't care. Why would I send anything I'm not talking else? to you. I'm saying if you were John Legend. I, he's just expressing himself just like Kanye was exp- expressing Absolutely. himself on every, Twitter. And everybody has freedom of, of expression. And I agree with that. A lot of times people don't have to worry about certain things like your family members being deported and it doesn't matter to you until it happens to you. And so it doesn't strike a chord until that happens. They don't have to worry about certain things until it affects them. And so that's why sometimes we can close our eyes and ears to things because it's not in our world. I just know? want people to hear... Uh, this fake interview that we got fake $10 million for. Okay. That's what I want. You guys should hold out for $100 million. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you something. If I ever got $100 million for an interview, I'm, tell, I'm quitting on The Breakfast Club. Tell all y'all kiss my ass, and I'm out. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that we'll be talking more about this, and we definitely want to hear next hour. your opinion in the next hour. Absolutely. So get ready to say what you think about Kanye's tweets. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And maybe some people support him, so we'll talk about that next hour. But we got front page news next, and we're talking about what? Uh, we'll be talking about cars, okay? What car company is discontinuing all but two of their cars? All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in basketball last night, the Raptors beat the Wizards 108-98. The Cavaliers beat the Pacers 98-95. LeBron had hit a, a winning three-point at the buzzer. Shout to the Cavaliers. I saw that. Lead the series 3-2, and the Rockets eliminate the Timberwolves 122-104. Now, what's going on with Ford? Uh, Ford is dropping all but two cars from their North American dealerships. Now, they are going to keep all of their SUVs. Uh, they're going to have their trucks and all of that and crossovers. Mm-hmm. But they are getting rid of the Fiesta, the Taurus, the Fusion, and the regular Focus. And they are only going to have the Mustang and the upcoming Ford Focus Active. And that's going to debut in 2019, by the way. So if you have a Ford, one of those cars, they're not going to be making those anymore. So what if you got like a Ford Fusion or something like that? Now, you can still go to Ford can you, can and, you get a service? and get a service yeah. and fix, but you just can't buy a new one. They said by 2020, almost 90% of the Ford portfolio will be trucks, utilities, and commercial vehicles. So uh, that's their plan. Now let's talk about the Golden State Killer. They have finally found this person. They've been searching for more than 40 years. And that person is Joseph James D'Angelo. They said his neighbors thought he was a little bit odd. He would keep to himself and just yell at people and do a little weird things. But they had no idea he was the person who was the Golden State Killer that ended up killing more than uh, 12, 12 people and at least 50 rapes in at least 10 counties in California. That happened between the years of in the 1970s and 1980s. And he was doing things like breaking into people's homes. And it started off with just mothers with their kids in the house. But then he started uh, doing that to couples as well. So thanks to DNA testing, they finally have identified him. He's being held on capital murder charges and connections with some of these killings and he will be arraigned tomorrow. Okay. That's it? Yep. That's front page news. All right, now let's talk about Kanye. 800-585-1051. Now Kanye went on a, a, a tweet 
rampage yesterday and was tweeting everything. And the question right. is, what do you think of Kanye's political stance and, and the things that Kanye said yesterday? Do you think he's a sellout? We just want your opinion. Or do you agree with him? You want to read some of those tweets? I want to know some factual things, too. Is he really the single highest paid person in footwear making more money on shoes than Michael Jordan? Well, off royalties. I think so. Is he making more money than Jordan? I just want to I know factually. Not I, just, jo- I don't know. Not, not the Jordan brand, right? I don't think so. Uh, maybe Michael Jordan is an individual. Well, Jordan owns Jordan brand. I don't think he well, owns. Jordan the, don't own the retro stuff. Not only he owns the retro, I think he gets a percentage of the retro, but he owns the Jordan brand, which the, the company that uh, Russell Westbrook is signed to, Carmelo Anthony signed to, yeah. and some of the other stuff. But he he still gets PC of that. But that's what we want to talk about. Can you read some of those tweets for somebody who just hasn't heard any yes, of them? Yes, he said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thought. Uh, he also goes on to say that uh, Obama has not done anything uh, in his eight years for Chicago. He said Obama was in office for eight years and nothing in Chicago changed. That's a, that's something that can be proved ASAP, though, right? Like, I would think, I saw a lot of people mad about that tweet. Uh, won't you pull up what Barack did for Chicago and pull up what Kanye did for Chicago and compare them? And if Kanye didn't do anything for Chicago, which I see a lot of people say, that should be easy to prove, right? All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's have this discussion when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Kendrick Lamar with love. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking Kanye West. Yesterday, he went on a Twitter rampage, and he was tweeting everything yesterday, even tweeted his thoughts of Donald Trump. Can, can you read some of those tweets, G? Yeah, he loves Donald Trump, and Donald Trump is his brother. Uh, he said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thought. And then, of course, um, he was excited because Donald Trump retweeted and said, thank you, Kanye. Very cool. And he posted that picture. All right, so what do you guys think? Um, I think we too. I think we put too much stock in celebrities and their opinions. If you think Kanye's political stance sets black people back, then we really are in a bad state as a community because we need better leaders. Kanye's political stance isn't hurting anyone but Kanye. If Kanye wants to jump off the bridge, let him jump by himself. And Kanye has always challenged conventional wisdom. Usually when everyone goes left, Kanye goes right, mm. pun intended. And I could be wrong, but I don't think Kanye saying he loves Trump is going to make a bunch of kids say, hey, I support Trump too. And if it does, none of them are old enough to vote anyway. But I think it hurts a lot of, of, of our community and how we feel about Trump and what Trump has done to our community, whether it was calling it hurts Haitians. How, oh, it, yeah, it hurts and how it feels about Trump? Yeah, I, I think what Trump says hurts our computer. It hurts our, our people. I mean, the fact oh, that... Okay. A- imagine if you're a Haitian person. And, and he said, call it an ish-hole country. Or and the that's fact where that you're from, and Kanye's like, I love him. He didn't let black people, you know, stay at some of his hotels and and, and uh, Rent out of some of the apartments you know I mean? in his buildings. Deporting immigrants. And I think, like, we gave Floyd Mayweather Same the donkey women, today. I'll grab him by the... Yeah, well, I mean, we gave Floyd Mayweather donkey today, and we ished on Floyd for supporting Trump. And we said anybody who supported Trump and voted for Trump, we ain't gonna f with y'all. But it seems like a lot of people are opening that door for Kanye, and I feel like nah, that door. Well, no, that no, 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 no. But in, in the beginning, let's be clear. I said y'all pick and choose who y'all want to cancel. Because when it came to Kanye, when it came to Floyd, y'all didn't get them out of here. But Steve Harvey, Ray Lewis, Jim Brown, y'all had no problem discarding the people that y'all don't like. Can everyone be honest with themselves? Can the culture just admit they are hurt because this is Kanye West? This is someone the culture loves because anybody else, we just cancel and keep it moving. With Ye, y'all wear his sneakers. Them sneakers cost too much money I to don't. throw away. Y'all love his music. Y'all don't want to throw that away. So we can can we all just admit that we're hurt because it's Kanye West? I think it's hurt because I think Kanye came, I thought we thought Kanye came from where we were from. He's when like he made one those of us. first albums, it was like it came from a place of I'm a young, struggling black man trying to make it in this industry. And when he finally did, it seems like he switched sides. That's where Kanye came from. I never got that from Floyd. I never got that what from a lot mean? of other people. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking When I first met Floyd, he was on that cocky, I'm better than you so uh, Republican Kanye. field. Nah, Kanye wasn't like that at first. Kanye has always, like always, Kanye has like always been cocky and, and, and challenging. Cocky, but not, not, not against his own people. Look, I don't agree with nothing Kanye says about Donald Trump. And uh, Donald Trump saying he loves... Kanye saying he loves Trump does not make me second guess how I feel about Donald Trump at all. Donald Trump is trash. You know, and I just think it's hard to have a conversation right now because it's one question nobody is asking Kanye, and that question is why. Do we, should we care why, though? Like, no. Why, why should we care? No, we shouldn't. I, should, I think I, I argue with anybody who says that they love Donald Trump. So it doesn't matter if it's Kanye or a person that comes into the room. No, some, we'll, have an, some, we'll have an argument about it. I, and I think, I, think once you, I think once you hear the reason why, I think you might just give a Kanye shrug and be like, 
Man, this ain't about nothing. He's like, I'm just disconnected because I'm rich and I don't care. But I do feel Kanye has a lot of control over the youth. I mean, these youth follow him and follow the things that he does from no matter what he does. If, if Kanye wears a sneaker, he's, you know, he made those sneakers where it's, what are these, cloth? What are they, knit? Like, he started knit wearing sneakers when nobody wore them. But you know what? And it's also disappointing because when he said that about George Bush, George Bush does not like black people and made Mm -hmm. that stance. And we were like, yes, Kanye. Mm -hmm. And I feel Donald Trump doesn't like black people. Donald Trump definitely doesn't care about black people. And so I think... And Donald Trump don't care about Kanye's black ass either. Right. And so that's why I think it's in particular disappointing because he had a whole different viewpoint before. And now it's like, okay, Donald Trump also doesn't care about black people, but yet you love him. And to your point, Envy, you said that uh, Kanye made everybody wear those Yeezy sneakers. You know why? Why? Because some of the sneakers were dope. His stance on Donald Trump ain't dope. I don't think no, that. that no, I don't think no kids are going to switch sides and start supporting Trump because of Kanye. And if they do, they probably too young to vote any goddamn. But way. like kids that use drugs, you know what I mean? That's not dope. But these kids follow their favorite artists. Like these artists have a lot of control on these kids. Oh, that's youth. a good point. You know what I mean? Because we still support these artists that push that type of stuff. I mean, <laughs> you know we, we played on like, the radio. Like we by do, the way, Kanye's. Do. I was saying Kanye's political views are very low on the totem pole when it comes to what we morally choose to support in hip hop. It's not about morally choosing it. It's the fact that he has a lot of control and a lot of influence so all on some these of these people kids. people that they push do. out negative images and, and I hate the fact that, that we do it sometimes, but it, it doesn't make it right. I just think we put too much stock in celebrities and, and their opinions. We do. We definitely do. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Carter. Hey, Carter. What do you think about Kanye's stance and, and his political stance? I think I think he, he hit the nail on the head when mm-hmm. he was talking about Trump. I mean, I'm for Trump, and I'm <laughs> just saying... Look how many followers, how many loyal fans for over years and years that buy his clothes. I just totally disown him and throw him in the trash because he's right. He is 100% right. And Who's right? Kanye. He's saying Kanye's right. About he loves, what? He's a Trump supporter. He's yeah, but, but what is Kanye also. right about? Everybody, you're saying he's right, but what is he right about? He, he hasn't even said anything about why he supports Trump. What is he right about? Well, I'm just saying he is right in the sense of the way he's supporting, where everyone's saying Obama should still be my president. Kanye came out a long time ago and said, F. Bush, you don't care about black people, right? Right. Everyone said, yeah, 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 F. Bush, F. Bush. But Obama's continuously seen with uh, with uh, Bush, and Trump doesn't like him. Trump is for What are y'all talking about? I don't know. <laughs> what is, what, I'm telling you, man. We got so much freedom of speech, but not enough freedom of talk, because everybody's just talking. I don't even know what that last caller was talking about just now. He was saying he supports Kanye because he's a, a, Trump, he's a Trump supporter, supporter as well. So let's open up it. the phone lines. 800-585-1051. How do you feel about Kanye after his tweet rampage and his political stance? Call us now. You think all his clients are going to be a bunch of Trump supporters now? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're making no. America great again hats on. That's what I'm saying. The no. only person Kanye is hurting in this situation is himself. We are hurt because it's Kanye West, but he's not hurting the black community with his political stance. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're talking Kanye West. Now, he went on a Twitter rampage yesterday. You want to just say some of the things that he said on, on Twitter, Yee? Yes, he was talking about, in particular, one thing that struck a chord with people was what he had to say about Donald Trump. He said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He's my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals, and we have the right to independent thought. Listen, man, like like I said earlier, I think we put too much stock in celebrities and their opinions, and if you think Kanye's political stance sets black people back, then we really are in a bad state as a community because we need better leaders. Kanye's political stance isn't hurting anyone but Kanye. If he wants to jump off the bridge, let him jump by himself. I think I heard a lot of people that supported Kanye and thought Kanye was really for their community and was a, a, a speaking for them, and they feel like he's not that anymore. Didn't he lose millions of people following him on? on that was Instagram? fake. I said that's so many, not true. That that we have fake. about the same amount of it, people. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts us because it's Kanye West. It personally hurts us, our feelings, because you wear Kanye's sneakers, because mm-hmm. you listen to Kanye's music. You probably grew up off Kanye's music, but it's not hurting the well, black community. And I think for some people, they have such a personal connection. That's what makes somebody that, a great th- artist. There you go. It's is that personal. You have a very personal connection with somebody. Even if you don't know them personally, you feel like you know them through their music. Right. And the, whatever. And now I feel like, who is this guy? Listen, you should treat Kanye the same way you treat uh, Floyd Mayweather, same way you treat Jason Whitlock, Ray Lewis, uh, any of those other Negroes who chose to stand by Trump. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hello, who's this? This is at God Knows Me Best. God Knows Me Best. We're talking Kanye West. What do you think? I believe and I agree with Snoop Dogg that he needs to get out that house, man. They driving him crazy. I think I also think that because his album's coming out, that it's publicity that he needs so that he can make that sale. 
Well, yeah, he wants people talking about him, clearly. I don't think Kanye needs publicity. Kanye does not Everyone need publicity. I don't think he needs publicity. <laughs> Why do y'all album? keep saying that? I mean, that? he just popped back up, and he does have an album coming out, because and he hasn't Ka- tweeted or done anything we, in a we, long time, what? and now he's going on these long rants that he doesn't Are we forgetting done. that Kanye had a mental breakdown? Let me ask y'all this question real I quick. I thought he said he was if, mentally fine now. Huh? He's fine now, right? You're like, never mentally fine if you're on medication He's in a great stuff. space. But if you found out Kanye was dealing with uh, mental issues... Which clearly you can probably see. Would you? Would your opinions change about this? I mean, I think yeah. He's been said that because remember he canceled his tour. You didn't believe that he really had a mental breakdown when we no, discussed that. No, I didn't. Right. But, but I, when you get presented with new information, mm-hmm. you 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 learn new things. Right. You know. That's why I can't wait till y'all hear this interview that we did not get ten million dollars for. Hello, who's this? Peter. What do you think about Kanye's stance in, in, in his uh, Twitter rampage yesterday? I honestly think that dude is just like some kind of creative genius. And when he's tweeting that, he's trying to put out to everybody that everybody should be who they, who they want to be. You know what I mean? Like everyone should do what they want to do themselves. So I think, I think the, the backlash is a little bit too much. And the minute people try to like understand what's going through Kanye's head, that's that's the minute people are gonna like freak out. I don't know. I think Kanye has always challenged conventional wisdom, and usually when everybody goes left, Kanye goes right. And that doesn't make it right. Pun intended. Charlie boy. What's good? What's good? Good morning, y'all. My favorite, my favorite radio personnel. What's breakfast cracking up there? What's what up? What's what, cracking? What, what do you think about Kanye? Yo, straight up, he needs to go back to the doctor, and they got to give him a higher dosage of his psych medication. He's not, I won't even give him credit saying he's on dope or dog food. Straight up, homeboy's <laughs> a clown. Marjorie, good morning. Hey, how are you? We're talking Kanye West. What do you think of his uh, political stance and his uh, Twitter rampage yesterday? I think it's Kanye. Mm-hmm. And you know how he does what he does. A, I agree that all black people are not Democrats, but... I'm not sure what policies you think um, Trump is going to do that's going to help Chicago or anybody that's, else. That's all I'm saying, baby. That's but all. was he up on Obama, really? Kanye didn't ever really big up Obama. Well, so. yeah, Obama called him a jackass. I don't think he ever got well, over that. Exactly. I'm saying he was never really up on him, so it's not really surprising that right. he would be a Trump supporter. He did big up Obama in the beginning, though. Like him and him and his mother, like early, 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 early on. Because you got to think he was a senator of Chicago before he was anything else. So Barack came to Kanye early, early in the game for an endorsement. You saying like before two thousand eight? Yeah, no more. But I think yeah. I think that's also before his mom passed away, and I think his mom passing yeah. away has 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 I, I don't know how mental illness work, but I think it, after his mom passed away, something triggered, and it's just he's never been the same Not, since. And I don't think it's just that either. Listen, and it's funny because I I just re- realized Kanye tweeted this. I didn't see all of this, but. He talks about some of the things that we talked about in the interview, and, and mental health is one of them. He said, Jay, Virgil, Obama, Trump, and mental health. I think we really need to take that into consideration. But that's why it's so hard to have this, this, this conversation, because I have, I have more information than everybody else right now. All right, well, let me ask you a question, and then yes. we can get to wrapping it up. Did Kanye fly you out? He definitely didn't fly me out. First of all, <laughs> I ain't no whole-ass Negro. I was already in L.A. I was, I've been in L.A. the past couple of weeks on business, and me and Kanye... Me and Kanye talk frequently anyway, so I, 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 he knew I was going to be out there, and that's how that whole conversation took place. But I'm going to tell you something. I ain't never seen... I ain't going to say it. I just think you a whole-ass Negro if you ask another man to fly you out. If another bro. man flies you out, do you have to give him buttons? No. But, and, and, and if you kick in another man's back end, and then you ask him to fly you out, and you ask him to give you a job, you got to give him some when you see him. Oh, Wait, what are, you talking, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. All jokes aside, <laughs> if you a grown-ass man... This is very specific. If you're a grown-ass man and you kicking a man's back in, right, mm-hmm. and then behind the scenes you like, yo, I need a job, you going to fly me out, sounds like you want to get that man some ass when you see him. All right, right. You want your bed on right. him. What's That's the, what it sounds like to me. What's the moral of the story, man? The moral of the story is I just think we put too much stock in celebrities and their opinions. The moral I'm, I'm, of my I'm, story is I am not paying any attention to Kanye's tweets that, anymore after this. I don't care what he has to say about anything. All right. What if he changes his mind? It, listen, what I if he said he was wrong? It just doesn't matter to me. All right. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, ye. Yes, let's talk about Meek Mill. He's out. Find out what he has to say about being out because uh, he said he still doesn't feel like he's free. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Just a little bit. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Has 50 weighed in on this Kanye stuff yet? I'm sure. From I'm definitely sure he will. Oh, okay. You know he definitely will. I remember Fifth kind of caught flack like this back in the day because he, uh, he, he was in support of George Bush. Was he? Yeah, you don't remember that? Mm-mm. Oh. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Russell Simmons. Listen up. It's Joe. 
And Russell Simmons, on his behalf, was saying that she just wanted to get cash and that she had sent him text messages and nude photos after the alleged assault. Well, you got to salute Uncle Rush for getting his charges dropped, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. The, the suit is dismissed. All right. Meek Mill. Uh, he is out of prison, and we told you we've been following everything that he's been doing, and he's spoken to Jay-Z several times. In particular, he's very concerned about what can he do for other people who are caught up in the system. And uh, here's what he had to say to Lester Holt on NBC's Nightly News. No, I don't feel free. Uh, I ain't feel free since uh, I caught this case at the age of 19. I'm 30 now. And uh, me, I just, I pray. I believe God is my first lawyer. I always believe that. Being as though I'm in this position, I got a lot of responsibility. I got a lot of, of important people depending on me. And not talking about them people, them public officials. I'm talking about them men that's depending on me going through the same thing I'm going through. He's absolutely right. Meek, mm-hmm. has to be the, Meek has to be the voice for those people that are still caught up in the injustice system, the way people were voices for him. Absolutely. When he was in but now the question is, is what does he do? How can he help? You know, it has to be, you know, using them, them, them lawyers, them high power lawyers, you know, creating some type well, of fund. You try to get some type of reform and some Absolutely. of the laws that they have in place now that has people caught up in a system where you get on probation, you're on probation for 10 years. One little run in with the police where you might not even get charged with anything. It could be something that wasn't even your fault. And now you're back in jail. And that seems a very unjust it system is. for people. All right. Cardi B, she has canceled some of her tour dates. And that's, of course, because of her pregnancy she's due in July. Here's what she had to say. Broccoli Fest will be my last performance for um, a little while and everything. Because, you know, shorty keep growing. And it's just like, I be looking like I be moving and everything. But in reality, <laughs> a bitch barely can't breathe. And um, <laughs> I want to thank y'all for understanding. I'll be back for the Bruno Mars tour. When's the Bruno Mars tour? In September. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. So she, after the yeah, baby. Yeah, that baby will be a couple months old by then, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's doing July. So just for now, unless you have tickets to the Broccoli City Festival in D.C., you're going to have to wait until September. But that's all for the best because you got to worry about your baby first. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Missy. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donk to? I don't know yet, man. Just join me for after the hour. We'll figure it out. I'm going to let go and let God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, we'll get to the donkey today up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, ask I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Donkey of the day for Thursday, April 26th. I think I'm going to give it to myself. For what? And the reason I'm going to give it to myself is because I know y'all want me to give it to Kanye West, but if you saw Kanye's tweet yesterday, then you know that me and Kanye have an interview that is coming out really, really soon. $100 million. No, that's a lie. See, now stop it. (laughs) That is All those numbers are absolute lies. (laughs) But I just want you all to hear this interview I did with Kanye first, and then I can properly discuss this Kanye situation because if I was to give Kanye West donkey of the day to day, it wouldn't be genuine because I would only be doing it because y'all want me to, okay? I have a little more information than everyone else right now and I don't agree with anything Kanye says about Donald Trump and Kanye West saying he loves Trump does not make me second guess how I feel about Donald Trump at all, okay? Donald Trump is absolute trash, all right? I do feel like black people need to stop being so loyal to the Democratic Party just because, but that don't mean to be a conservative. I think we need to register as independents and start the black party and be like a new tea party but that's another conversation okay the reason i can't even give anyone else donkey today today is because that too would be disingenuous because i know y'all want to talk about kanye but it's hard for me to have this conversation right now because there's one question nobody is asking when kanye says he loves trump and that question is why okay i know why because i heard him say it i spoke to him and when y'all see what he had to say 
and you'll probably be like, man, that ain't even about nothing, okay? Then we can have more of a convo about Kanye and freedom of thought and freedom of expression, freedom of speech. And one thing we all need to be aware of and admit to ourselves is that we as a culture are hurt because one of our most prominent voices, one of the top three most influential rappers of all time, in my opinion, seems to be in the sunken place, okay? Also keep in mind that the conversation Kanye and I had was last week, way before events of the weekend and this past week, but we talked a lot about Trump and a lot about mental health and a lot about black economic empowerment. So I will take this L right now, and y'all can tweet me and tell me I'm on Kanye's payroll, I'm making excuses for him. No, all I'm saying is sit back and get more information because more information is on the way. And I think we put too much stock in celebrities and their opinions. If you think Kanye's political stance sets black people back, then we really are in a bad state as a community because we need better leaders, all right? Entertainers cannot be the only leaders. I understand Kanye's cultural influence and significance. He definitely wields a different kind of power socially, but Kanye's political stance isn't hurting anyone but Kanye. If Kanye wants to jump off the bridge, let him jump by himself. Because truth be told, he's been jumping off bridges by himself his whole career. We just don't agree with him right now, okay? Kanye has always challenged conventional wisdom. And usually when everyone goes left, Kanye goes right. Pun intended. All right, and I could be wrong, but I don't think Kanye saying he loves Trump is going to make a bunch of kids say, hey, I support Trump too. And if it does, then once again, we are in a really bad state as a community, and we need to stop glorifying and following celebrities and start glorifying the real thought leaders in our community. So I'm going to give myself donkey today. But when this interview comes out and you watch it, and you're just as perplexed as I am right now about the complicated individual that Kanye West is, you better call up here and tell me, okay? So please let Remy Ma uh, give me the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! you dumb. I just don't think there's anything that he can say that's going to say, okay, well, that's the reason why he loves uh, I Donald Trump. I, I mean, I, I don't think that there's anything that he said unless, you know, Kanye was falling off a building and Donald Trump reached a hand out to save him or save his family. But Listen, other than that, there's nothing that he I can agree. say that make me, that'll make me well, even look, remotely say, whatever he I understand wants. why he loves Trump because it totally doesn't agree. make sense. Not for our people. Wins, but, I don't care. But once again, like I said just now, I want y'all to watch it. Listen to it and be just as perplexed and, and as I am about the complicated individual that is Kanye West. All right. All and right. it'll be out soon. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that Hopefully donkey before today. Avengers. Thank you for that donkey today. Because I think if Avengers come, if it comes out when Avengers comes out, nobody's going to care. All right. All right. But did he fly you out, though? <laughs> he definitely ain't flying me out because I'm not no whole ass Negro. All right. All right. And by the way, if, by the way, oh, gosh. I just want to say this one more. I want to reiterate this point. Okay, I want to reiterate this point. Y'all know I was already in L.A. on business. Okay? I thought that was the and, business. I thought somebody no, flew you out. No, that was not the business. I would never text <laughs> another man and ask another man to fly me out. <laughs> no, would I text that same man to fly? No, would I text that same man whose back I've been kicking in and ask him to fly me out and ask him if I can have a job at his company? What if okay? he's cute? <laughs> it, it, does sound like, it does sound like you want to put put your beard on his balls when you talk like that. All right. Okay. All right. See, <laughs> you always saying. go too far. You know what? That, it, the last time I got a text like that, I was cheating on my wife. You going to fly me out? <laughs> <laughs> did, did you fly him out? I did. I, you know, but. <laughs> you know what? You know you are. All right. Thank Not you for him. that donkey. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up just now. That was good. I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like what you did there. You know what I mean? You quick. You, you quick answered. Too, All right. <laughs> Ask you is next. Can you delete that? 800 585 Ask Yee a question. It's time for Ask Yee. Call us up right now if you need relationship advice. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Anthony. What's going on, y'all? Anthony, what's your question for Yee? Uh, well, basically, I'm a single father. My uh, my son's mother has been uh, on and off drugs recently, and she recently relapsed again. I need to know like, if, if it's the right thing to do for me to keep my son from her until she's better or let her see him to motivate her. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, how how is she acting when she's on drugs? Is it very noticeable for? Oh yeah, you know, like zombie like, you know. <laughs> Cause this sounds more like a safety issue than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I was more towards um, keeping him from her, just because I'm worried about him. Yes, and absolutely. I want her to get better. Yeah, I want her to get better, and I know that seeing her kids would be motivation, but it's. It seems like she, like she has been getting time with them because I got full custody, but it hasn't really done it because obviously she relapsed. 
You know, it's a disease and drugs aren't an easy thing to kick, but at the same time, your child's safety has to come before anything else. And if she's having any type of er erratic behavior, I think um, what you might have to do is, first of all, definitely don't leave her alone. Yeah, no, there's actually an order of protection. She wouldn't be able to. Right, so... (laughs) I, but I would say that until she gets better, I wouldn't want to put kids in a situation where yeah. they're around somebody that could potentially harm them. And think about how that could harm your children to see their mom like that. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. And that's also why I was confused because I also want my son to have a relationship with his mother. Right. Well, maybe you can do <laughs> you know. things like FaceTime, you know, in the yeah, meantime yeah, and make sure that they have contact with each other. Like, mommy's yeah. sick right now, but let's, you know, we can you can FaceTime and until she can yeah, prove yeah, to yeah. you. And it's great, I think, that, you know, you've stepped to take the responsibility that you're supposed to take and I'm sure you yeah, want to see her get help and that you want her to be in their life but the thing is that she's got to want it too and yeah yeah I mean it's just everybody else is telling me oh she needs her kids don't make anything worse for her I'm like I know that you know but I also got to put my kids first and it seems like other people don't understand that and I don't know yeah I, mean, I, would, I would say <laughs> let them talk to their mom on the phone you know yeah, let's I mean, do he's the only, he's only two okay you know? so I mean like he can't really speak or like he's just but FaceTime, FaceTime is a, a good, you know, first thing. And yeah, yeah. maybe it's something where you guys go out someplace public, like a restaurant, you know, to go eat yeah. and just do it like that, yeah. but not spend more than like an hour at a time. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, even when she's not on it, she's all like, you know, just completely out of it. You, you, you know how it is. So. <laughs> right, and let her step up for that responsibility if you guys want to go out you know, somewhere, but I just wouldn't have too much, maybe an hour at a time, like, okay, let's go get, you know, some yeah. a meal, and the baby can, the yeah. your son can be there, but that way, at least you know, it's just a limited amount of time. And I mean, she that's has like to... the crazy thing, too, because, like, she's been getting one day a week, every Monday, and then she texted me saying that she needs more, like, she thinks she should get more time, and I still was in time, that'll work. And then, she relapsed Friday, that Thursday, I was telling her, you can watch him Saturday, you can have him Saturday, you know, get a full day instead of just a couple hours, and I just never heard from her and I got word last night that she relapsed. Right. Okay. Well, I really hope that she gets better and I'm I'm glad that your son has you in his life. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're welcome, Anthony. All right. All right, we got more ASCII. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of ASCII. Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Taylor. Hey, Taylor. What's your question for Yee? Okay, so my question is, um, I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm just finishing up college. I graduate in May, um, and I also work full-time. Okay. Um, but in between all of that, I run two businesses. Woo. I have my own bakery. But I also um, am a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Now, bakery was my first passion, but r- right now I'm more into personal training. What but a good balance. You could go have some stuff from the bakery and then go work out. <laughs> right. But more people are interested in my baking business than my actual personal training business. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like to train more than I like to bake. So my question is, like, should I just continue to bake even though I'm kind of not interested in it? Or, um, like, is it okay to just, like, let it go since I'm already working? And I still have the personal training business. Well, it seems like you're not hurting for money, right? Not really. So you should follow what you're most passionate about. And I think that's an important thing to do. And you know what? You can still do things where you can do special orders if you still want to bake sometimes and not actually have the full bakery and sometimes just fulfill that so it's more of a part-time business for you. Or if you wanted to, you could get somebody else and have someone else manage and run the business if you cared and if you wanted to do that. But I am a big believer in if you're doing well with something that you're passionate about, then follow that. Okay, all right. Thank you, because that does make sense. I have a few friends that I can, like, onboard with me, and maybe we can start something where they just manage more and I kind of just pop in and out. Yeah, um, you know, part, part of being a... A boss is being able to delegate responsibility, too, so everything doesn't always fall on you. So it could be something where you do have people that help run it, and they have to do a great job, though. It has to be people that you trust and people that are good to manage your business, and so you can have them run that so you're not as hands-on and then still do your personal training. But if you don't have a desire for the bakery at all anymore, then you can let that go. But if you still feel like, well, this is a viable business, I know what I'm doing, it's making me money, and I can do it without having to put forth as much effort and be as present as I used to be, then that's a consideration. All right, great, thank you. All right, Taylor, and shout out to you for being such a boss at 22. (laughs) 
Thank you, and I graduate next month, and I'm so excited about that, too. Oh, man, I can't wait to see you, like, on the news doing big things, so congratulations. Oh, I'm coming up soon. Watch out for me. All right, Taylor. <laughs> All right. Ask E, 800-585-1051. Now, E, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Kanye West. Now, he went over to the TMZ offices and took over, and Harvey said he sat down with him for two hours and listened to some music, and we have a little snippet for you. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Another one. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. All right, so Kanye sat down with TMZ. Harvey invited Kanye to their offices after Kanye had an issue with what TMZ had said about him acting erratically. Did he fly Harvey out, though? I think they're already in L.A., right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Stupid. So according to Harvey, they spent two hours with Kanye and various music executives. They were talking about the release of the album. Kanye was talking about a multi-platform release with the release of Pusha T's album, followed by his solo album. And then Kids See Ghost, Nas, and Tiana Taylor. Each album has seven tracks, and Kanye made all of the beats. So he played around ten songs, which are featuring him, Nas, Tiana, Kid Cudi, and Pusha T. And he actually freestyled. He let Harvey tape a little bit of it. Here it is. Hopped off the I'm a star and made I'm a god. It's always a lituation when I'm involved. It's always a lituation when I'm involved. See, I say what they say when the mic is off. Parents are the strippers, strip kids of their confidence. Teach white dominance, question your common sense. See, I've been washed in tradition and I'm a rinse. Hopped off the I'm a star and made I'm a god. It's always a lituation when I'm involved. See, I say what they say when the mic is off. Yo, Harvey, that's enough, that's enough. The, right. the rhyme's not adding up with the MAGA hat, right? <laughs> uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. It's a lituation. Did Fab make that word up? Or was that a word? That was already a word. Was already was a word? No, I think Fab might have made little words. I never know. really heard it before Fab said it, but I don't know if it was around before I ain't that. never spelled fabulous the way Fabulous spelled fabulous before Fabulous did it either. All right, so, yeah, there you have that. All right, Questlove and Nas, they're going to be in Vegas Memorial Day weekend, and they're opening up the Apex Social Club. So they're there for the grand opening of that. And that's going to be the first venue to open as part of the Palms Casino Resort $620 million renovation. So remember the ghost bar where you could go outside and look, and there was glass on the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could see all the way down? So this is formerly the ghost bar. It's going to be now called Apex Social okay. Club. All right, Michael Jackson's moonwalk shoes are up for auction. The bidding's already over $10,000, and they are the actual shoes that he wore during rehearsals for the Motown 25 TV special back in 1983. He so these are for rehearsals. Yeah, that was going to say that, too. With these. The shoes were given to the choreographer and the dancer by Michael Jackson after he rehearsed with his brothers. They were kept in a private collection for many years. They also were examined by several experts to verify the authenticity. They're size nine and a half. How can you prove that? I mean, I guess they really worked with him, and, you know, they had other people verify. People the can say anything online. You put that on eBay right now, it will sell for $10,000 because people are sheep like that. Well, somebody going to buy it. I'm going to put a Janet Jackson queef online. I got a bag of a Janet Jackson queef. How much you selling for? I'm going to have the highest bidder. Okay. All right, now, J. Cole just did an extensive interview for Vulture, and as we all know, he has his new album out that's number one. And he said, nobody ever asked, nobody-ish. That's the effing problem. It's almost like we're asking everybody, hey, you good, you good, you sure, you good, man? Cool, everybody's effing good. Well, nah, actually, everybody isn't good. And that's kind of the theme of his new record, K.O.D. He said, the pain that makes people escape into drugs, alcohol, money, sex, social media, and other vices. Now, he also was filming uh, the video for Kevin's Heart, and he talked about what inspired him to write that song. And it's kind of what uh, you guys went through. When everything that happened with Kevin Hart, you're laying in bed with your lady, and then you see, oh, no, Kevin oh. Hart. <laughs> Why did you just look at me crazy, Charlamagne? I just never know what you are. Like, <laughs> you talking about? He said the inspiration for... He said for, you're lying in bed. I'm like, yeah, what? I'm like, like, what are you trying to go wife? with this? Okay, you didn't say that. Because remember, y'all, with Kevin we Hart... We remember. When, all right. He said, oh, no, Kevin. Oh, my God, Kevin. <laughs> he said that's what his wife said while scrolling through her phone. What did you do, Kevin? And it was about Kevin Hart when he cheated on his pregnant wife and was apologizing on Instagram. Kevin Hart said he thought the song was dope. He said it wasn't done from a hateful or spiteful place. It was done with the smart intent behind it, which I think a lot of J. Cole stuff is done. So Kevin Hart stars in the video, and J. Cole directs that video also. Well, I was, good to, I was glad to see that because uh, when I first heard that song, I was like, Kevin don't deserve to be the poster child for cheaters. <laughs> like, why does 
Kevin get immortalized in the record <laughs> as a cheater? But he was in on the video, so I get it now. Mm-hmm. Right. And he also says that, uh, you know, he says, if you exclude the top three rappers in the game, the most popping rappers all are exaggerated versions of black stereotypes. Extremely tatted up, colorful hair, flamboyant brand names. It's caricatures and still the dominant representation of black people on the most popular entertainment format for the black people, period. Who said that? J. Cole. So who do you consider the top three? Him, Drake, and Kendrick? Um, no, he was talking about, well, I guess, I don't know. I guess he must not be. Because <laughs> he said if you exclude the top three. Right. Yeah, exclude so you exclude three, him. So him, yeah. Drake, and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. He said everybody else is? The most popping rappers are exaggerated versions. I got to think about that Of black that stereotypes. I don't know if I believe that. I, I think he's thinking about people like um, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, Trippy Red, all of them. Mm. Mm. I mean, I would throw Chance in that number. I would throw Big Sean in that number. They're He's not talking exactly. about like popping rappers as far as like the oh, SoundCloud. Oh, not popping. Okay. No, I'm t- I'm talking about like SoundCloud rappers because those are the saying. people I that gave it, him a it. lot of flack. Not like the the ones that are getting the radio play, but kind of the younger. Yeah, I get it. You know, you get it. Get All right. It. So you should read the whole one, article. One more thing about that too. He mm-hmm. said that uh, people don't ask how you're doing. It, it's it's not just that. It's just when you ask somebody how they're doing. They don't really care. No, yeah, but some, when somebody really tells you, <laughs> you may not be ready for the answer. You're right. When somebody really tells you, man, I'm effed up out here. I want to kill myself. Uh, I'm broke. I don't got, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't really want that answer. So but only ask people how right. they're doing if you really want to know how they're doing. You're right. You can be like, I've been better. <laughs> like, I'm effed up, man. I need loan this, that, and the other. That puts you right into Whoa. it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Hold on. It's my wife calling me. Hello? <laughs> All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. <laughs> All right, the People's Choice mixes up next. We'll vote. We'll see you tomorrow. Fire. Well, it's the yeah, Breakfast yeah, Club yeah, morning.